Hello, everyone. This is the JML for Real podcast. Yes, that is right. It is the JML for Real podcast, and this is your host, JML. And today, I am not flying solo. I actually have a pair of guests on with me today, and we will be continuing one of our series. The series we will be continuing will be the um, yeah, it'll be the draft reach or pass series. And well, today it's going to be the defensive show. We'll be covering the DL, the LB, and the DB. So there we go. And my co-hosts for today are Mr. Joshua Rarig. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. And Mr. Ethan Shukas. Say hi to everyone. Hello. So one person said hello when I said hello. The other person said hello when I said hi. So... Uh, I we can already see who the problem person is going to be today. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, but yeah, no, we're going to dive into this. So uh, yeah, um, we will be releasing the third show in the series sometimes next week. But uh, for for today, this is um, uh, but but for today, we'll be releasing the defensive show as, and yeah, um, once again, this most of the time I give the disclaimer, this is not a fantasy show. Well, this is a fantasy show because we're telling you whether the draft reach or pass on the player in your fantasy draft. And today we're breaking down the IDP draft. We, we, you would be selecting them at the position at which they are being taken. Uh, reach. Uh, so if, if you think there are a few positions back, you can, you can say that, that, uh, that you wouldn't draft. You could say you would pass. And then there's reach. You're going above where they are projected to be taken, and you are ta- and you are taking them before that. And then the pass, obviously, you wouldn't take them at that position. And a hard pass would be you wouldn't take them at all. So uh, just leaving that there. We're not. We do not have ADPs because you know the truth is there's not a based off of how much a tackle is projected to be. Uh, it's going to change the ADP uh, for different leagues. Some people do tackles as uh, solo tackles is worth one ESPN does it as worth one and a half. And uh, I know personally, I think it's more balanced when tackles are uh, solo tackles or two points. So, uh, so ADPs will vary wildly based off of uh, there being three different values for the solo tackle. We are using ESPN's uh, rankings for this. So, uh, you know, just, just for context for that, um, the, uh, the rankings that were made by uh, Clay Carabell and Croft, and, um, you know, once again, uh, sh- shout out to uh, – uh, he's never going to hear this, but shout out to um, – the reason why we do ASPN is because Mike Clay is one of the, the best in the current business and Matthew Barry is the OG. So, um, yeah, and uh, that's what we're looking at. So, for ESPN standards, it, it is uh, 1.5 on, on a tackle. Uh, obviously, we're doing a list. We're pretending like it's a 10-man league. So, um, yeah. Let's dive right into this. And we will be starting with the defensive line. And the first one up that we will be discussing today is Nick Bosa with an eight uh, with a position ranking of two. How do you feel about that, Josh? I, I like it. I'm, I do get I do worry about health concerns a little bit, but overall I don't think you can put anybody above them, right? Well, I mean, other than the obvious TJ Watt that was listed at one. Um, so that is a draft for you? Yeah, that, that, that's a draft for me. But I do want to clarify that TJ Watt is more so a linebacker. And that's where he gets most of his points in fantasy formats with. 
this is true, but you know, if in almost every league he's listed as an edge rusher, which is listed as a member of the DL. So that's yeah, it's a little unfair be, uh, when you're asking a guy like Bosa to compete with guys like uh, uh, you know, with like Zadarius and uh, Watt and you know, so on and so forth, other guys who are really linebackers. Right. But I get what you're saying. How about you, Ethan? Draft, reach, or pass? Um, I would sit at a, a draft as well. I'm I'm with Josh in that I'm worried about his health, but at the same time, like the upside and the system that he's in on that team, um, make it worth it. Okay, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the one throwing a changeup pitch here. Um, yeah, I, I I'm a pass. I'm not saying I'm a pass in the in the fact that I don't want Nick Bosa. I mean, obviously, you guys both know that I just won Nick Bosa in an auction recently in a league we're doing together. But um, for me, he's a top five. He's not a top two. Um, so I would I would definitely take that there there are two people after him that we're going to be discussing uh, tonight uh, that I would uh, take before him uh, take before him and. Uh, I, honestly, I, I like the, the pairing of um, Joey Bosa, his brother, Joey Bosa, with Staley. So I would definitely take Joey Bosa ahead of him, too. All right, moving right along to Miles Garrett. What you got for us, Josh? You got to tell me his positional ranking, sir. Oh, his positional ranking is fourth. He's being taken as the fourth defensive end off the board. To summarize, it doesn't matter. He's a pass for me. Um, I... I know it's weird because it's fantasy. I can't draft people that have the character issues that he has. It, it would be to me, it would be the same as playing like a Deshaun Watson on your team or, you know, a guy like that or Trevor Bauer in baseball. You know, I, I just can't put him on my team. Okay. And Ethan? Uh, I mean, I, I understand Josh's point and to an extent I agree. Um, but you know, it, um, yeah, I, that wouldn't stop me. And he'd actually, he'd, he'd probably be a reach for me. I would, I would highly consider him top, uh, top two. Um, so yeah, so he, he's definitely a reach for me. Okay. So obviously you got, everyone knows that I've called, uh, Miles Garrett multiple times. The, um, uh, the, a person I think is going to win defensive player of the year this year. But um, part of me is always, part of me is always hesitant because before the incident with, uh, with uh, Mason Rudolph, I, I thought that he looked like a guy who just um, was too angry of an individual. I'd be worried about putting so much high stock in someone that I still believe is a suspension risk. Uh, when I call him the defensive player of the year this year, I'm 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 say, I'm saying obviously if he doesn't get injured or suspended, but for me he he's too much of a risk, so I am going to pass. All right, moving right along to number six, uh, defensive end position, Brian Burns. Give it to us, Josh. I would have draft. I I'm still waiting on Brian Burns to have that that season that we've all said he's going to have. Uh, he's still with a team with a rough offense, so he'll, he's still going to get many more snaps defensively than a lot of other guys. In fact, I, I think that's probably why it might be a reach here, 
and I might be willing to even go ahead of the guys like uh, definitely Garrett, but maybe even Bosa, just because of how much the defense is going to be on the field for them. So that's a reach on Burns. Yeah, that's a reach on Burns. Okay. If you want to trade me, if you want to trade me Burns in the week we're both in together, I'd be <laughs> Oh, no, no. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try to win Burns in the auction league that we're doing right now. So, <laughs> um, that, but uh, let's let Ethan talk about Burns first. Um, I'm a, I'm a draft with Burns. And the, the reason I say draft, not reach, is because I think when it comes to defensive linemen, I think most people honestly like aren't too familiar with him or his, uh, you know, his pedigree. So, I, I would set it a draft because I, I think that you can get him to fall to you there. You know, a lot of people when it comes to like defensive leagues, um, I mean, yeah, you get you get the people that are very keen on on defensive players, um, but even then, um, I, I still think people will probably lean more towards names they um, you know easily recognize, like the Bosa's, um, Garrett, Chase Young. So I would I would keep him at a draft. You know, it's funny because there, there is part of the whole thing when I look at Brian Burns uh, because he does fly under the radar because like, players like Khalil Mack, who, who really aren't as good as uh, Brian Burns anymore, are, are going to get drafted ahead of him in a lot of situations. So part of me is tempted to let him fall and, and wait another round. But the truth is, uh, when I, I made defensive ranking lists that I'm going to be releasing uh, through, through World and, uh, World and Sports Series soon. Uh, so definitely, I would like for you, you know, if you want, check out those articles. Uh, check out the whole JML for Real community. Nice little segue here. Uh, uh, hmm. It'll be listed in the show notes. Uh, be a part of the Facebook community. We're going to have polls and discussions on the page in addition to everything as far as uh, podcasts and uh, articles. I will get better at posting an article for the page. But, uh, yeah, so that series will be coming where, I, where, where I'm breaking down my top ten for each of the uh, the, the, the defensive positions, but uh, when I made the edge rusher list, um, I put Brian Burns as number six on my edge rusher list, and ESPN has him at number six. So I kind of have to say draft. <laughs> that the, there are there are a few guys I want to want to head at him. Oh, you know, one guy in particular who's behind him that I that I don't know how. You know, we're going to cover Chase Young next, but I don't know how Chase Young is only going as number eight. But um, yeah, so uh, but yeah, I have Burns at a solid six, so that's uh, that's a draft for me. Uh, now let's talk Chase Young. Uh, Chase Young is his eighth position rank. What do you got, Josh? Uh, we already know your answer, but I mean, I'm a super reach. I, yeah. I picked I picked Chase Young to be my dark horse to win MVP. Yeah, um, I just the guy's gonna break people. If you watch that first preseason game, he, he played the first series and only one series, and he forced a fumble. That, that's just what we're going to see from him. It all actually year. went down as an incomplete pass. Um, but, you know, with that said, it was still a devastational play. And if he actually yeah, I mean, went with full speed, uh, it would have been a, a, a sack and force fumble. Yeah, he, you could tell he weighed up. He, he did not want to triple Cam Newton in the preseason. And he's going to do that all year. He's just so much bigger, faster, and stronger than everybody else. He, he's just got that athleticism that I don't see many offensive lines being able to really slow him down unless they double-team him. And if you double-team him, you're leaving, you know, guys like Sweat open on the other end. So you're, Yeah, that, you're that's the big problem. He's very hard to double-team because that line is just loaded. Yeah, I, I just think he's – 
he might break the single season sack record this year. So I'm a super reach. Okay. What about you, Ethan? Um, I'm, this one was kind of tough for me, but I'm going to say draft. And that's because I'm not, um, you know, I, I'm not too like big on Washington's offense this year. I think they're definitely going to be improved, but I don't know by how much. And so considering that, I think the defense is going to be on the field a lot. And I think they're going to get winded quite a bit. And, you know, we saw this with a guy we'll talk about later, like Khalil Mack, um, at least uh, a couple seasons ago. And so I, I'm kind of worried about that happening where, you know, you think the, the production is going to follow the, um, the snaps, but, they, you know, everybody might get like just super gassed if they're constantly getting rushed out there because the offense can't produce. And so just the concern of that keeps them at a, at a draft for me, because I think that, you know, aside from guys like TJ Watt who are playing, uh, you know, who are getting linebacker snaps, I think, um, you know, between like Garrett, Bosa, if he's healthy and young, I think they'll finish close enough that you don't really need to, um, you don't really need to be like reaching on young. Okay. Um, for, for me, uh, with Chase Young at number eight, I definitely, uh, I'm definitely reaching. Now, my, my I, I will say that uh, the, the difference between our, 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 my reach and Josh's super reach has a lot to do with the fact that I have a lot of respect for Montez Sweat. Uh, and I, I think that there's, uh, I think Sweat's going to be leeching some sacks at some point in time. So, so I'm not ready to call single season sack record or anything like that. Uh, I think that line will set a, a sack record this year, but uh, you know, at the same time, it's one of those things where I, I definitely would put, uh, I definitely would put uh, young right behind uh, the Bosa's and Garrett on, on a ranking list right now. Uh, maybe ahead, no ahead of Nick Bosa, but uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm is definitely Monte, still a reach. Is Montez Sweat on this list? Yeah, Montez Sweat is definitely on this list. All right, so I'll wait till later to talk about him. All right, so uh, position rank number nine, Zadarius Smith. What do you got for us, Josh? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pass, and I don't know why. Um, uh, yeah, some deep analytics there, right? Yeah, I just don't love it, and. With not loving it, I'm going to pass because, like you said, there's still guys like Montez Sweat on the board. Yeah. Um, so you, you could just get more later. So I'm going to pass on this one. What about you, Ethan? Uh, I think I'm going to uh, – it's kind of tough, but I think I'm with Josh. I'm probably going to pass. Um, you know, I don't know exactly. I haven't um, – you know, granted, I haven't been like too, too keen on on trying to figure this out, but I'm not sure exactly how Green Bay is going to be, um, you know, using the rotation of um, the Smith brothers and Rashawn Gary. So I don't know like whose snaps he might be leeching. I would assume it'd be Preston Smith, but um, you know, just because of that, and um, and by Smith brothers, everyone calls them the Smith brothers, but they're not related. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, because of those concerns and I could be completely wrong, but, um, you know, it, uh, if I don't know for certain, then I'm, I'm just going to pass. 
Yeah, I mean, when I look at it, I'll give the reason that you guys probably weren't putting into words. Um, you know, two seasons ago, him and Preston Smith were a lot more even, and, and they were around that 13th, 14th overall in ranking. And last year, I think that Preston Smith had an off year because, uh, I, if I'm correct, he dealt with some off-the-field stuff that, that was re related to 2020 and whatnot. So on, on a bounce back for Preston Smith, I, I can't have Zedarius at the top deck. That's basically what it comes down to me. So I think it's going to be a lot more even. Uh, obviously, I still like either one of them, but at, at the at nine for the position, no, I can't do it. All right, Josh, Bud Dupree. Uh, he is a position rank of 12. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass here too. Um, I'm not sure how I like the new setup for him, and, and I'm gonna want to see a little bit out of it before I go ahead and draft and forego other players. Because when you're talking position ranks at 12 in a 10 man league, it, you've probably either gotten one already or you're not gonna separate that much by waiting and. And getting something that's a known commodity instead. I mean, Bud Dupree is a known commodity, but we're not. I'm not sure how he is in the new system. Okay. What about you, Ethan? Yeah. Again, um, you know, I'm gonna agree with Josh, but I'm probably honestly gonna be. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of close to a hard pass here, but that's just because again, like him being on a new team. Um, I don't remember if was he on Tennessee last year. No, he wasn't. He was Pittsburgh okay. last year for the yeah, half so him, the season that he played. Yeah, so him being on a new team, um, I mean, he's 28, so that's not, like, too bad. But, um, you know, just that transition. And when you consider some of the guys that we're about to talk about, like Mac and um, Chubb and, and Sweat, um, you know, I, I just – there's other options that I would have more, like, confidence in, especially in finishing a season. All right, you guys were both nice to Bud Dupree. I'm a hard pass here. I, I don't want any part of Bud Dupree on my team. Uh, if you guys have followed this offseason so far, he has had lingering issues with the injury that kept him out the second half of last season. He has um, he has had new minor injuries that were unexplained. There's there's some weird stuff going on. He, he has had COVID, um, and mentally he just doesn't seem to be right. Uh, it, it's as recently as a week ago that he passed the physical to come back to Titans camp. Um, so new player coming back to camp now at this point, uh, it's it, slow start. Isn't even going to cover it. And the injury risk is, is way too high. I don't. And plus I think he's the fourth best member of the line that he's starting on. I, I actually think that all, all three of the other people he's starting with have a chance to out sack him and out tackle him. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. yeah, let's go with some Khalil Mack at a position rank of 13. What do you got, I'll, Josh? I'll draft here. I'm going to draft, like, I'm going to clarify. I'm going to draft, but I don't want to. Um, I get it. But I feel like you have to with, with where this is, but I, I am not in love with this. The good news is somebody's going to reach on some someone who doesn't know what they're doing is going to reach on him. So you're not going to have this decision. But I, yeah, I get if he if he's if he's available as the 13th one off the board, I, I get it. What about you, Ethan? Yeah, I mean, you know, if he's coming, if if uh, I'm drafted and he's following me at um, 
you know, 13th lineman going off, I'm going to be pretty happy, especially, uh, you know, it kind of for the opposite reasons I was mentioning for Dupree or the opposite situation. Um, you know, he's been on the Bears for a while now. Um, you know, the Bears offense looks like it's going to be better than it was with, uh, with Trubisky. Um, and so that means that hopefully we won't see Mac looking as gassed as he has um, before. And, you know, also there's the whole like rookie hype factor that I, I kind of believe um, can help like the locker room morale and whatnot. And um, so if at some point, like if and, and when Fields takes over, I think that as well can help motivate the team. Like, oh yeah, look at us. Like we have this nice, um, you know, promising rookie and, and uh, you know, just bolster their play. So yeah, if he's, if he's, um, coming off the board at, at the 13th lineman, I'm I'm not going to begrudgingly pick him. I'm going to be pretty happy about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, if I have uh, – for me, it's a um, – it's – it's either a draft or a slight reach. If he's, uh, if he's my second best def- uh, defensive lineman on my team, I, I feel very comfortable with it especially if I got one of the big six at the top. Um, so I'd be, very, yeah, I'd be very comfortable with him as my number two, which I guess we said 10 man league. So I would consider like, I'm, I'm taking him before Bud Dupree, pretty obviously. I think I'm actually taking him before Zadarius Smith, to be completely honest. So I probably would slightly reach for Khalil Mack, but I definitely don't want him as my uh, defensive line one. But, okay, so there we go. Uh, moving right on, uh, position rank 18 for Bradley Chubb with Von Miller coming off the injury. What do you got for us, Josh? Um, can, can I say that I don't – I don't hate it? It's, again, one of those situations where I think his um, – Team is not good. Um, I, I really was hoping for him to get a different quarterback in the offseason. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I, I guess I'll take him because he's, he's my number two. But it, it's the same situation as Cleo Mack. Like, I'm supposed to take him. And it's you're kind of going to get judged too hard in your league if you don't take him but I don't necessarily want. Fair enough. What about you, Ethan? Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's not, like, in the same boat as, as uh, you know, as, like, taking the Dupree where, um, you know, I think that the – or not Dupree, sorry. Um, when I was talking about, like, the team, uh, you know, players getting gassed like Chase Young and, and my possible concerns with that. Um but yeah, like Jess said, like the team doesn't look like they're they're missing a quarterback on offense. At least, um, you know, if we're gonna go by uh, prior seasons, like projecting forward, that's um, you know it would be wise to to assume like okay, they're not gonna have a top twenty quarterback um, play. So um, because of that, again, I gotta take into account like I don't know that this defense is gonna constantly be as peppy as they might be on paper. Um, and on top of that, you know, 
I'm not uh I'm not too big on on um Von Miller like helping to open up things on on Chubb's side. Um whereas the guy we'll talk about later, Montez Sweats, the entire uh you know, it, it's uh the entire opposite. So yeah, so would I draft him at eighteen? No, not if sweat's available. Um but if someone like Sweat's gone, then I would I would take him. I wouldn't be like too happy with him as my um defensive lineman too but um yeah I, so it, it'd be it'd be like a kind of begrudging draft okay so I, I get the concerns with the broncos offense and everything but that broncos secondary is i think it's seven deep uh, last time i checked like seven people who could easily rotate in and out that's going to make life so much easier for uh for anyone rushing the pasture for the denver broncos uh, I feel comfortable with Bradley Chubb as my as my uh, as my edge rusher too. Uh, assuming that you know, once again, I I, I feel that it, there's a pretty clear drop off after the big six at the top. Um. So it, after that, if if I had one of them, I'm very comfortable with my uh, defensive line situation with Bradley Chubb as my number two. Uh, I. Definitely like him more than Von Miller. I can say that. Like, and, and I feel comfortable about having Chubb, whether or not Miller's on the field. I still believe in the talent, even though it's been rough getting to to show it. But I think with that secondary now, and what is this is now Fangio's third year, but his second year was COVID, or was it yeah. is it Fangio's second year? I think it might be his third. I think it's his third. So, uh, you know, when, when, so yeah, I, I'll take Bradley Chubb. Um, maybe a slight reach, like like the same thing as Mac. But I would still take uh, I would still take at least one guy in behind him um, ahead of him this year. And let us move right on to Montez Sweat because I think that's a guy that we that we've all alluded to already that. Uh, doesn't just appear like a reach might appear like a super reach for all of us, but let's let Josh tackle that first. And Montez Sweat is still, yeah, Montez Sweat is still available at this spot in your draft. You should be very thankful that you're playing with a league of idiots. <laughs> and um, go ahead and grab him. You know, grab him earlier than this. This guy's. I have him in Wolf. Um, I actually drafted him rookie year, and I don't remember exactly how I didn't have him last year. Um, but I really like Montez Sweat. Okay. Yeah, no, pretty simple. What about you, Ethan? Yeah, yeah I'm the same way. Um, I I love Sweat's situation. You know, I like um, – it's not that I don't like Chase Young's situation either, obviously. It's just um, – well, I already made that case. But, yeah, so I love Sweat's situation, and I like his talent a lot. Um, so I'm with Josh. I'm a – I'm a reach because I'm not going to let him fall to 22 if this is the ranking, because I know someone else is going to, um, you know, I, I just, I can't trust that someone's going to let him fall to me at that. If, you know, if that's how the board's looking. Um, yeah. So I would definitely be drafting him in the like teens. Yeah. Yeah. No, no question. This is a definite reach on my part. Uh, you know, when, when, when you look at Darius Smith listed at nine and, and Montez Sweat listed at 22, I could almost reverse the two of them and feel comfortable, to be completely honest. 
Uh, I, I Montez Sweat is does not surprise me if he puts up a top 10 defensive line season. And, you know, it doesn't surprise me if Montez Sweat finishes with the team leading sacks, ma- mainly because I, I think that Chase Young is going to be such a uh, is going to be such a force that sometimes he's going to require a triple team, and that's just going to give wide open looks to Sweat. And he's, and then you know, obviously it will go. You know, you're screwed if you do. You're screwed if you don't. Um, and I think that some teams are just going to try to take Young out to see if Sweat really can demoralize them. And uh, Sweat could very easily have two or three games over 30 points, over fan, uh, over 30 fantasy points this year. Von Miller, 23rd for the position rank. What do you got, Josh? I'm going to pass. I think he's in, he's in the name of draft if you're if you're desperate or if you're just drafting off of names and like several year ago past histories, I, I just don't think he's got it to where you, you put him on your team anymore. Yeah. You're, I, I feel like you're almost, you're almost better off just if you have to take a third one, because at this point I'm assuming you already have two, but if you have to take a third one for the, your league format, you, you might as well just get one off waivers. You know, because that, that's what you're looking at with Von Miller. It's just you could probably replace him with better off your waiver wire. Yeah. Ethan? Yeah, I'm a hard uh, hard pass on him. Um, aside from his age, you know, I think he, he was drafted in the 2012 draft. Um, it, it's just a matter of, like, uh, yeah, I, I just – I don't trust the age. I – I question his durability. Um, you know, if you're, yeah, if you're at this point in the draft and and he's your second lineman, like you're in trouble. Um, if even if he's your third, it's just it's not uh you know, it's not a, a pretty name to think about. Um, you know, having to rotate in. So, I'm a hard pass. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a pass leaning towards a hard pass. Uh, you know it. Part of it depends on the structure of the league. Uh, we're uh, uh, we were going under the assumption that we're playing an ESPN league here, where you know you're starting two DL as opposed to defensive tackles or defensive ends. So going under that assumption, I, I'm going to stream my my I'm going to stream my uh, my bye weeks for my defensive ends anyway. I, I don't think I'm going to give a roster spot to the third one. Uh, so when it really comes down to it, uh, Von Miller's I, I don't want any part of Von Miller, you know, give me give me one of the rookies that we're not talking about who are not listed on the ranking, you know, a, a, a Phillips, a, a Pay, a Rousseau, so on and so forth before before I ever go there. Uh, moving right along, Queen and Williams, uh, position rank 24. Uh, no, I'm good. Didn't he just lose his starting job? No, he didn't lose his starting job. He lost his he lost the other person on the line with him. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, Carl yeah. Lawson is now done for the season. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and pass here. Not hard pass, but I'm definitely gonna pass. Okay. What about you, Ethan? Um, you know, if there's no like quality like defensive end left, then I would take him because um, you know, I don't I think most defensive tackles in the league, um, you know, fall behind defensive ends and points. I think the vast majority do. So 
Um, you know, if it's that point of the draft, I, w- I definitely, again, I wouldn't want him as my second lineman. Um, but as the third, and if there's no better, like, um, you know, edge rusher left, then, yeah, I, I'd be pretty happy if, if that's my depth. So I'm going to stick with a, with a draft here. Um, but again, like, this is a situation where, like, with how shallow, um, you know, the, the top tiers of, of edge rushers are and whatnot, I would, I would just be, like, mindful of that heading into a draft. Yeah, so um, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna take him before. Uh, like I, I, I don't do defensive tackles at, in, in a league where you start defensive line. Um, and not, not saying I wouldn't draft Aaron Donald at the right ADP, but ESPN's ADP for him is number seven, and even I would, I would be hesitant and try to push him back to like ten or so. So if I'm going to pass on Aaron Donald which I, I feel a lot of people are going to uh, go crazy at that statement. But I, I just don't th- – these formats favor guys who are edge rushers, who, linebackers who are, uh, who are being classified as defensive ends, and then they favor uh, defensive ends second. They don't – this, this position, uh, defensive line, doesn't favor the defensive tackle at all. And then he loses Carl Lawson today? No, that, that's not happening. It's, it's goes, it probably goes from a pass to a hard pass at that point. So uh, JJ Watt to finish our defensive line category, twenty seventh in the in the position rank. What do you got, Josh? I'm going to say draft because um, he's so low down here. You're probably looking at getting him at the very tail end of your draft, where you're not really looking at much left anyway. So so I'll take JJ and hope for the flyer. Hope that you know playing in Arizona kind of re- rejuvenates him for a year. And uh, hopefully he can get his he can get his physical health in check. I, I honestly don't remember how many out of his seasons have been full seasons, but uh, an on point JJ Watt is definitely better than twenty seven. Okay. And what about you, Ethan? Yeah, twenty seven. I'm a reach. Um, I definitely think JJ should be off the board before that. Um, just because, um, when he is healthy, he's probably going to help you win that week. Assuming your other starters are all, um, you know, quality starters, um, just because he has a lot of that, like, I mean, he finished last season as the, um, as the, uh, the first, um, uh, defensive end. So, um, yeah, I, I would go with a reach. I definitely think he should be gone before this point. Okay, so, you know, when, when I'm looking at this, I've already cited the defensive tackle reasoning because uh, now he's transitioned to the inside of the line. I've already, I've already cited that I, I'm probably going to be streaming uh, any guy who's not my first two. So I, I'd really have to decide. Um, I'd, I'd really – so obviously in a league where you're running defensive tackles, it's a no-brainer that this, that this is a reach. But in a league where you're running defensive line, I'm pretty sure that I'm a pass on a lot. Because I'm not, uh, I I don't think he cracks my top twenty with the new position. So, moving right along, uh, we will have Ethan building these first before Josh this time around, and uh, we are going right down to the linebackers. And uh, it, for the most part, when we were looking at the the top uh, ten on the linebackers, like it, it seems like we just kind of all agreed that they belong there. So. 
we're, we're actually going to be picking up with the position rank of 13 for Demario Davis. What do you got for us, Ethan? Yeah, I'm going to pass here. Um, it's, I mean, it's pretty much entirely age for me. I know he was productive last season. I know he's been a very, very productive player, but there's a ton of other guys that I'm not worried about, um, you know, possibly falling off um, because of age. And again, the team situation, you know, not to sound like a broken record, but I, I am very worried about how the Saints offense is going to look. And when you got a player who I think is like 33 um, on a defense that is probably going to see a lot more snaps than the league average. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm passing. Okay. What do you got, Josh? A hard pass here. I really worry about his age with the, with that team too. And thinking that uh, if, you know, Ethan's at all right in how guys get gassed, if that guys are going to get gassed out from playing too much. This is definitely a guy that's going to get gassed out from playing too much. And this is, this is definitely a situation where you, you almost have to think maybe that team might have a hard time and might be willing to move to younger guys and give them more by the end of the year. All right. So um, I fundamentally disagree on the Saints offense with you guys, but that's not what we're discussing this show. Uh, with all that said, though, I'm still passing with Demario Davis. Um, I think that his replacement is starting next to him. And Pete Werner is is still competing with the guy, with another rookie that uh, is there. I think that Demario Davis is going to uh, be phased out slowly with the rookies. And you know, another thing I noticed last year when, when watching the Saints games, Demario Davis doesn't get calls. He just doesn't get calls at all. Like he forces a fumble on a play, they find a reason to call a penalty. They, uh, he um, it, it's. It's just kind of crazy. I think out of anyone who I watched last year, uh, he was he, the referees just don't like him for some reason. Uh, and I yell at them every single time because, you know, I, I think David's an easy player to root for. But, um, you know, I think that uh, Pete Warner actually outperforms Mario Davis this season. Moving right along, number 17, Zavin Collins. What do you got for us, Ethan? Um, at 17, I'm, you know, I'm probably going to uh, reach a little bit here um, just because of the spot he's filling in where, uh, you know, I think the plan with him is to have him have like a hybrid role between, and I might be wrong, but um, I think last I read it, um, this was before preseason, was that he was going to be taking offensive end snaps, but also I think interior linebacker snaps. Um, he, he, side linebackers. He, he is the interior sideline to sideline. Isaiah Simmons is playing the uh, the linebacker safety hybrid. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm probably going to reach just a little bit um, just because of his production in college. So he's um, – I believe in his pedigree. And, um, yeah, but, I mean, you know, there's – linebacker is, is pretty um, – you know, there's, there's always, like, pretty good depth to find there because of how many – uh linebackers each team field so you know if 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 you want to like you i think you could sit and wait and you could probably draft him around 15 to 17 so you know that that'd be probably the earliest i would reach is like two picks higher all right let's let's go to josh yeah i'm gonna say draft 
and it's basically the same thing that Ethan just said that it, it might go up one or two picks, but I don't think that's enough to consider to reach. So I just, he's all right. I mean, it's one of those situations where I'm hoping that I already have my top linebacker for sure. And at this point in most of my drafts, my strategy would be to have my second one already knocked out. So if you if you say he's my linebacker three, sure. Um, yeah, that's basically where I'm at. It. I don't love it, and it's it's another one of those situations. I think there's guys that are the same, if not a little better, with a on behind him. But I'm gonna take him because this is this is where he belongs. Okay, so when I look at this, um, honestly, guys, I'm I'm passing. And it's not that I it's not that I don't want Zavin Collins. It's just when I look through everything and I look at the players that are listed after him that we're talking about, the the four players after him I I take before him that we're gonna be discussing. So I yeah, so that's simple enough. All right. So I will pass. Not that I wouldn't love to have him. Uh, but I, I want him more as an LB3 rather than an LB2. Mm. Uh, so moving right along, Ethan, CJ Mosley. Okay, so uh, I mean, no disrespect to Mosley and the career that he's had so far, but I'm going to have to stick with a um, draft here at 22 um, because he sat out all of last season. And, look, I get it. Like, you know, before that, he was a top-five linebacker. Um, but, you know, I think that a lot of people would – you know, I think I think it's pretty reasonable to assume a lot of people might have that same concern that I have. And so they're going to let him slip down the board. Um, so around this range, I would definitely take him any sooner than that. And I think, you know, I, I – I think you'll find other guys that, um, you know, you can trust more who didn't miss last year. But I would love to get him at 22. So, yeah, so draft. What you got, Josh? I'm going to uh, – you know, I know you're a Jets fan, and this is going to hurt for you. I'm going to pro- I'm gonna hard pass here. And it's because of Kyle Larson uh, Lawson going down today. And he's, he's going to miss the entire year. I – I can see the Jets pass rush not being good enough and guys are going to be able to take a lot of the deep shots because the quarterbacks are going to have a lot more free, a lot more time in the pocket. So um, I like every Jets corner and safety coming out of today. And I'm going to avoid anybody on the Jets line and all their linebackers. All right. So uh, yeah, um, this isn't a Jets fan talking here. This is somebody who's just been following C.J. Mosley throughout the training camp, who has been uh, watching videos to, to see about the recovery. This is someone who just knows that his talent is elite when it comes uh, if he if he's going to manage to be full health this year, and, and someone who believes that he's going to be full health. The his last full season, uh, obviously he's been gone the last two years, but the the year before that he was linebacker one. He, it, he wasn't a top five. He was linebacker one. Um, I'm not going to super reach because I don't think that because uh, uh, I don't I don't give anyone I play with enough credit. No, no offense to either of you or anyone who's listening. I don't give anyone 
I play with enough credit to actually value him as an LB1. So I'm only going to reach as opposed to super reach. But uh, so top, take, top 10 linebacker this year. You don't think losing Wilson hurts him in value? No, because um, because really when it comes down to it, he hasn't always – he hasn't always had the uh, that that defensive end in front of him. I think um, the Jets' defensive tackle situation as a whole. Uh, I, I don't know if you noticed, but the, when uh, PFF was doing their when they were doing their d- defensive tackle um, ranking system, the Jets had four defensive tackles in the top twenty-five. Oh wow! So when you factor that in, that they still have those guys, um, it's. And when you factor in that Jared Davis is is still long uh, long in, and you know the the Mosley difference is very clearly illustrated by the last game he played in, when he was on the field, the Jets were uh, the Jets were winning by two scores, as uh, he he left with like uh, halfway through the fourth quarter, and the Jets lost by a point, giving up touchdowns on the final two drives. So, um, yeah, Lawson is a loss, but. Um, but Mosley is still a very special player. And honestly, I wanted to try to trade for him off of Graydon before the show. So I just hope that Graydon doesn't listen to the show. Huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, moving right along. Uh, Patrick Queen at 25. What do you got for us, Ethan? Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to draft him here. Um, again, I think there's uh, some pretty solid options ahead of him that I don't think you need to be reaching. Um, but I, I like his situation. I like, uh, you know, I like the Ravens defense um, quite a bit. So, and I don't really think that they're going to be taking a step back too much with some of the departures they've had. Um, so I'm going to sit at a draft. What you got, Josh? Um, I'm going to create a new category for us here. I'm going to be a super duper reach. <laughs> I, I, what, like, what does super duper reach mean? Uh, you're so, so pushing someone going uh, roughly 10, 10 higher. So super duper reach, you, you would consider taking this guy top five? I, I would. I'd consider, and this is, you know, it's going to sound crazy. It's a, if it's a standard one-year league, I, I'm liking him top ten. If it's a dynasty league, I'm liking him to be possibly one, you know, the first or second linebacker off the board. Okay, you know what? Uh, I I need to comment on super duper reach. I I absolutely love this term, and I think we're gonna call any fit player that we uh, have going twenty spots over their or their ranking as a super duper reach. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm a super duper reach. Um, like I said, if you're in a dynasty league, I could I could make the argument for taking him as the first or second linebacker off the board. I do believe that you know I traded my first round draft pick for Patrick Queen. So I think uh, he, I think you I think you could put him up to four or five. I I still think that the big three are the big three for the position. But, so saying you could take him four or five, that means you're also a reach or a super duper reach. Uh, you know what? You know, it's funny because obviously in a few shows earlier, I, I, I made some cases for Malik Harrison and how he is 
uh, his production to playtime ratio resembled that of Patrick Queens. And unfortunately, a lot of uh, when NetChecks, NextGen stats and everything came out, a lot of people were jumping on the Moby Harrison bandwagon, but like like myself, uh, it wasn't just me. And uh, Queens apparently Patrick Queen pays attention to when people are talking about him, and he's just mm-hmm. kind of pissed off that he's not re- uh, regarded as the clear number one linebacker on his team. And he's made comments. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen some of the things that he uh, that, that he's posted and he. And he's like, you know, I'll show them. Re- referring to people like me, so I'm like, oh crap, we just, we just turned Patrick Queen into a top five season, didn't we? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if um, it, it he he got the chip on his shoulder that he didn't didn't need to get. So I I I would I I might be a super reach, but I'm I'm not a super duper reach. <laughs> okay. So yeah, top ten uh, is definitely in the equation. I probably top twelve for me though. All right, moving right along. Micah Parsons at twenty six. Um. Yeah. This is this is a reach for me. Um. I'm is not a as... reach, a super reach, or a super duper reach. So super reach would be ten spots higher. Yeah. All right, so he's flirting with super reach for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I would comfortably take him, uh, you know, in the teens. Um, I don't, I, I know some of you, and I know some of your listeners are probably like super, super high on him. Um, and you know, I, I, I can't like, um, you know, I can't fault you for that. But um, you know, for my personal taste, and again, this mostly just comes down to depth. I think that. You know, even at like let's say thirteen, I think most of your league mates are probably looking at um, other guys first, and so you can get him there. If he fell at twenty six, your league mates are dumb, and you better win the chip. Yeah, Josh. So, what is his position? His position rank is twenty six. Yeah, I, I'm going to take him at 26 because I'm not dumb. Um, I mean, I am, but not that dumb. Um, I'm just not in love with this because that that offense is high powered and is going. To, they're going to take a lot of time off the clock, and I think that they have the run game that they're easily going to be able to take seven, eight minutes off the clock in the fourth quarter. But the defense is also so bad that I think there's just so many spots there that they can easily exploit. And you see it with, with teams that have one superstar defensive player like that. You just avoid get, putting the ball near them. I know it's easier said than done, but like, there's a reason why guys, there's a reason why these defensive superstars take pay cuts to play on super stacked defensive teams. Yeah. One, one good defensive player isn't going to be, he's going to be good. And he's going to be fun to watch, but he's, he's not even going to – he's not going to be happy with where he is this year. And I think that probably will turn around. Okay, so uh, I agree with you on the superstar player uh, on, on the defense um, argument, argument on, on for most players. I think we're dealing with a generational talent. Um. 
I regret taking C.D. Lamb over Micah Parsons with the fourth pick in, in the low draft. I, I, I know that sounds I know that sounds really weird, but uh, what I saw in the two preseason games, wherever the ball was, Micah Parsons was, whether someone blocked him or not. So I think the uh, I'm taking him before I take Fred Warner. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's necessarily a a super duper reach. It's probably just a super reach, but um, yeah, I, I'm taking him before I take Fred Warner. So, Jamin Davis, uh, position rank of 33. What you got for us, Ethan? Uh, yeah, this would be a, a super race for me. I would um, I would easily take him 10 spots higher. I wouldn't go too crazy and, and take him higher than that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, um, he's probably the uh, – he's probably like the third um, rookie linebacker that I'm – most excited about um and uh yeah so i mean um 33 is just ridiculous that he would fall there um so yeah this would be another super reach yeah he's not gonna fall to 33 what do you got josh this is gonna be a draft for me um he's not coming to 33 and if he did i'm easily taking him but I'm, i'm not jumping up to get him yeah, when uh, um, when I when I look at Jamin Davis, uh, it's uh, I like the spot more than I more than I like the player. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I still really like the player. Uh, I'm still reaching for him, but um, I feel more comfortable Jamin. Uh, you, you know, it's funny because a, a week ago I might have uh, I I might have gone super reach here, but um, as much as I loved what I saw from Chase Young with that Washington defense. I kind of felt the um, the whole scrambling and try to scoop and score with that fumble. That's something that a rookie picks up on very quickly. I think that Jamin Davis is going to leave fantasy points on the board by trying to uh, by trying to be a superstar. So he is just a reach for me at thirty three. Would love to have him on my team. Um, but I feel more comfortable with him as my LB3 rather than my LB2. Christian Kirksey, 39. Um, yeah, I'm – I mean, this is – it's kind of tough. But honestly, I think I'm going to be a pass here. There's some guys later on this board that I like more than Kirksey at – um you know, for their team situation. And kind of like what Josh was saying, there's there's not really too many guys on the uh, Texans uh, defense that wow um, on the field. <laughs> and, you know, so I, I think that's going to um, – I think that's going to hurt his – don't his, say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I think that's going to hurt his production. Um, you know, he – he was good in Green Bay, but he wasn't like stellar. He didn't, um, you know, obviously because they let him go after a year, or so or traded him. So, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna pass. All right. So, uh, Josh, what do you got? So I just, I'm, I'm a hard pass. I have a strategy that 
Sorry, I accidentally muted myself for a second. I have a strategy in fantasy leagues that I stay away from dumpster fires. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like how the Bengals offense for so many years was a dumpster fire, so you can't even take Joe Mixon. I, I think that the Houston Texans just entirely is a dumpster fire. So I'm going to go ahead and avoid all Houston Texans all year. All right. So uh, I'm a hard pass from Christian Kirksey. I mean, at this point in time, uh, once again, going back to the whole, we, we were we're playing a 10-man ESPN league with IDP. So we're starting to, I'm definitely putting a linebacker on the bench. I might consider putting two linebackers on the bench, but it has to be someone with tremendous upside. And we already know what Kirksey is. All right. Chris Barnes, AD, uh, position rank 41. What do you got for us, Ethan? Yeah, this is a hard pass. Um, you know, between, uh, I mean, I, Speaking as the um, resident Packers fan here, um, <laughs> yeah, this linebacker core is not going to be, like, great for fantasy. Um, well, one of got, them will be, but you don't know which one it's going to be at this point. Right. It's probably, like, each week someone might be, um, you, you know, someone would have been useful to, to throw in. But, yeah, you're never going to know. I mean, between Devontae Campbell, Chris Barnes, who I think was a fifth-round pick, they got Kamal Martin, who was a seventh. Um, those guys both saw the starting reps last season, but now Campbell comes in. You're giving a lot of time um, to a hard pass. What's that? You're giving a lot of time to a hard pass. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, just hard pass. <laughs> all right, Josh. Um, I'm not going to give that much time for a little bit. I have a hard pass here. I can't hear you, Josh. All right, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Are we experiencing technical difficulties? You're kind of muted. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, okay, then. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, I said I'm going to be a hard pass here because this reminds me too much of the New England Patriots running back situation for so long. <laughs> and that it's somebody's going to be good and somebody's going to be real good every week trying to be the lucky guy to guess which one's real good that week. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth the hassle to me. Also, it would mean that I'd have to watch Packers games, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, so wow. hard pass for every reason listed above <laughs> other than the Packer game reason. All right, Bobby Okariki, number 44. I I would love if I could get Okariki at, at 44. Um, I would say, like, I'm, you know, I might reach up – um, into the late 30s for him. So I'd probably call it a reach. But, yeah, I mean, he saw some starting reps last season. He did really well with those. Um, you know, he's going to be a starter this year. So, yeah, I I'm in love with Okariki. What about you, Josh? I'm going to be a reach because I do love him. I think he's he showed glimpses, and I think he's only going to get better. But also, that's a really cool name. And you can make some real fun fantasy team names out of that name. Yeah, Okie Riki. I like Okie Riki. Uh, I'm going to be a reach, too, just because anyone who's worth drafting at this point is worth reaching for at this point. I wouldn't be disappointed if Okie Riki was my uh, mm -hmm. third linebacker, especially if I knew my other two guys were set and forget. Um, so, yeah. So, a little bit of a reach for me, too. Jordan Brooks. Let's do this, Ethan. Uh, he's going to be a slight reach as well. Um not as much as Okariki, but again, um, he's in a he's in a starting situation, uh, starting alongside Bobby Wagner. Um, 
Yeah, uh, slight reach, but uh, at this point, he'd, he'd be one of the better options you could find. All right, John. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a slight reach here, and it's just the Bobby Wagner effect. I think Bobby Wagner is very talented and good enough that he can teach somebody next to him how to be the next Bobby Wagner. Sounds good. Uh, for me, this is, since we're making up new titles, uh, this is a super D duper reach. Um, that's, oh, wow. like, that's like 30 up. So uh, <laughs> I'm not quite sure it's, it's that, but I had to make the joke because I had a chance. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is the guy that they allowed KJ Wright to leave for. So what have KJ Wright's numbers been, you know, comfortably in that linebacker 15 to 20 range? Uh, yeah, he, he's a linebacker 15 to 20. Jordan Hicks, 48. I'm gonna have um, with the current news, like, and which is none. I'm a hard pass. Yeah, <laughs> that is the that sums up Jordan Hicks, right? Do you have anything to add to that, Josh? Nope. <laughs> nope. Hard pass. He ain't starting. He ain't getting traded. It's done. All right. So uh, I just want to say one thing about Jordan Hicks, real quick. Yeah. If you, I, I did this just now, just to make sure. If you Google Jordan Hicks, he's the second Jordan Hicks that pops out. <laughs> he is behind a St. Louis Cardinals relief pitcher. Oh, oh wow. I love that. All right, moving right along. Uh, who wants to go first this time around for defensive backs? Not it. Uh, I don't mind going. All right, so uh, you're going first, and uh, Jamal Adams, number one. Yeah, I, I'm drafting him. I have. I I'm mean, about to say you can't reach because he's number, <laughs> yeah. number one. And there's no reason to pass on him. I know he missed a couple of games, but there's you one know, reason he's... to pass. What's that? There's one reason to pass if you like Buda Baker more. Um. Well, I was gonna say like, given how many, um, you know, given how he was acting as as a linebacker for so many snaps last season, I think that's a. I think that's such a. Uh, you know, such a steal to get um, in a safety position. So that's why I, I would take him number one overall, probably without batting you, an eye. You know, I'm actually going to be that guy here. I, I'm going to pass. In fact, I'm going to I'm gonna hard pass. Ooh. I, I think Buda Baker is much better when you – I mean, you look at safety, so, yeah, the sack numbers are great. So, so hard pass. You you would literally draft Logan Ryan before Jamal Adams. I mean, I guess not that hard of a pass. Okay. So just pass then, I guess. I mean, he's got two picks. I know he gets some good sacks and all that, but he's got two picks. He's he's not putting. He's a great safety, and he's going to put up safety one numbers. But there's Buda Baker, and you know, if we're looking at backs, there's some corners that are going to outscore him. So I'm, I'm just going to pass. So I, I'm going to pass just based on the fact that I would take Buda Baker first. I'm not saying I wouldn't take Jamal Adams second, but when you're, when you're number one, I, I think I can be nitpicky about one spot. So for that, I'm taking Buda Baker first. <laughs> uh, and then I'm taking Jamal Adams second. All right. Uh, moving right along. Jeremy Chin at number three. What do you got, Ethan? Yeah, this is an easy smash draft uh, for me again. Uh, it's a safety who's getting linebacker snaps. I know there was a little bit of chatter about um, Not you know, him linebacker getting... linebacker snaps. What's that? He has been transitioned back to safety. 
Yeah, so I know they're going to be lessening that. Um, but I still think they'll be able to utilize. I, I don't know. I, I think they'll still kind of utilize him there. So I draft him here. Um, yeah. All right, Josh, what do you got? Okay, so I know I just passed because of the lack of interception numbers in Jamal Adams. But I'm going to be a hypocrite, and it's okay because I allow myself to break. <laughs> I'm going to draft here at three because Buddha Baker is now off the table. <laughs> and uh, I, I just like Chen. I, and like I said before, I, I'm i a fan of Carolina Panthers players this season. That team's going to be sneaky. And I'll be, if he can't, I mean, whoever the Saints are rolling at court, if the Saints rolled Jameis Winston, Chin should get Chin should double his career high just off Jameis Winston alone. <laughs> and he's got a good name too, Chin. You can make some good team names. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I, absolutely. Again, I like some Jeremy Chin also, but um, I I think with the news from, I think with the news of uh, him 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 going back to more of a um, a traditional safety role. Well, not a traditional safety role, but it sounds like they're going to utilize him more like an Ed Reed type this year. Uh, which still gives incredible value, but not the linebacker value. I think you could justify a few guys like uh, Jabril Peppers uh, passing him along the way for that. I, I still think he's a top five, so I'm nitpicking when I say that I pass, but I don't think he's top three anymore. I think he's top five now. So, um, so yeah, you know what? But uh, he's, he's not ranked number one overall, so I'm going to still call that a draft um, because three to five is the same range, right? Right. Okay. All right. Going to Derwin James at number eight. All right. I don't know how some of you guys feel, but I'm I'm gonna pass on this. Um, there's guys after that I that you know were playing last season, and I think I think Derwin James had like one. I think his rookie season was his only full season, and before yep. that he's played less than probably five games. I think. Um, so I'm going to pass. I know that his rookie season was stellar, um, but yeah. All right, Josh, let's do this. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to draft based upon a rookie season. Um, I, I don't love doing it, but I don't have a reason not to. W- would you, so, would you um, take him as your top safety though? D- don't you feel more comfortable with him as your safety too? Like, would you ter- draft – I guess what I'm asking here, would you draft him as the eighth off the board if you already secured one of the first seven? Or would you draft him as the eighth off the board if you if he was your top best safety? I mean, if I've somehow allowed myself to need a safety at eight in a 10-man league, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself already. Okay. And I'd probably take him just because I'm – because I'm starting at this point, I would feel desperate if I don't have a second one or a first one. Okay. If I have this, if and I was assuming at this spot, the only reason to take a second safety this early at you know the eighth best of here is because you don't have number one safety on your team. So yeah, I take him to make up the, a little bit of that gap because you have failed to get one of the better names. Okay. Um, for for me, when I look at it, I I feel. Eighth just feels a tad high. Um, I, don't get me wrong; the, the, the upside 
he, he could be the number one safety in football this year. I don't think anyone's questioning that. I think that we're all questioning is, well, is he going to play? Is he going to play 15 games, 10 games or six? Because uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's thinking he's playing 17. Uh, <laughs> so, so I feel more comfortable with him as my safety too. So I pass on him just a little because I see the name John Johnson at number 10. Uh, moving on to John Johnson at number 10. What do you got, Ethan? Yeah, I'm probably going to reach on Johnson, honestly. I'd probably uh, take him around, you know, anywhere between 5 and 10 um, pretty easily. I know he's on a new team, but he, he's he been stellar, absolutely stellar um, when he was with the Rams. And I see no reason to doubt that he'll continue that um, in Cleveland. So I'm, I'm pretty easily taking him earlier, so reach. And by the way, he has earned the side note. He has earned the green dot. So he is the defensive uh, captain. Uh, go, Josh. Yeah, I'm going to take him. Um, just, We're missing Josh. One of those situations where... Hello, Josh. Are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? I cannot You're hear muted. you. Hey, can, sorry. Can, I, right. I, I, I took my headphone out. I don't know what's going on with it. Um, what I was saying was, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be a, a draft here, and it's another situation where drafting a safety up here in this slot means that I, I need one. Otherwise, I'm gonna wait a little bit longer. So I'm gonna draft because if I'm questioning if I need them, I, I probably do. Okay. So um, I'm going to say something a little controversial. I, I get it. Aaron Donald is probably the best player in football. Uh, hmm. I actually think John Johnson's current defense is more stacked than any defense he had with the Rams. So from that perspective, I am a reach on him. Okay. All right. Antoine Winfield Jr. at 14. I'm probably going to stick with the draft here. Um, I like Winfield. I like him a lot. You know, I don't think drafting him maybe like three spots earlier would count as a reach in my eyes. Um, so I would stick I with a draft. All right. What do you got, Josh? Yeah, I'm going to stick with a draft here. And it's, it's a borderline reach, but I'll go with a draft. Oh, we're all in the same spot. We're at a borderline reach. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, basically what we're all saying is we're comfortable with him as our safety, too. Um, but yeah. not, none of us wants to, none of us wants him to be our safety one. Uh, right. Justin Simmons, eighteen. I think this is pretty much exactly where I would take Simmons. So I'm going to stick with the draft here. I'm not worried about him losing like snaps from rotation. Um, and I like the defense there. I like the young talent. But yeah, I, I'm I'm just going to take him here. Let him fall. Josh. I'm going to hard pass. I don't want to draft a safety that I have to wonder about the uh, the amount of snaps he gets in a game. And if, if you're already in a snap competition, it's one bad game for you, one good game for the other guy, and all of a sudden you're not playing. So I'm going to go ahead and pass. Okay, so I think that the uh, – I think that the fact that the Denver defense is going to be on the field for so long is going to correct all the snap issues. And when it comes down to it, I probably have – I feel comfortable with Justin Simmons as my safety, too. And he's going right in the middle of safety, too. Maybe I would take him 15 or 16, but 
Yeah, it's still just a draft. Tracy Walker, 22. What do you got, Ethan? Uh, this is another draft for me. Um, based on last year, he had a little bit of a dip in, you know, his expected production from, you know, what we anticipated. Um, I think he'll have a bounce back. Uh, I'm not expecting it to be anything crazy, or at least I wouldn't bet on that. So I'd, I'd take him right here. Josh? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I'll, I'll take him at this spot. I, again, this is one of those spots where I, I'd almost rather have a corner. But I'll take the safety just because I think the uh, the odds of an interception are, are there for him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, the odds of a pick six are, are definitely there. So, so I'll draft at this spot. Yeah, because typically when a safety scoops a ball or, or gets an interception, they have a clearer shot for a touchdown than most other players. Yeah, so so I'll I'll take it for the pick six opportunities. All right. Uh, yeah, Tracy Walker is going to be biting off some kneecaps this year. Um, I'll I'll draft <laughs> him at twenty two. Uh, that's all I have to say. Like, yeah, no, I, I I think that I think he'll come back to his rookie season form, but uh, n- not enough to where I'm I'm willing to risk draft capital on him. I like the spot on the bench. So, and he would be one of the first bench players. Logan Ryan, 23. I would go, Ethan. Yeah, I'd draft him here. Logan Ryan's kind of interesting because he, like, lately he's always on a new team. So, I don't know. I guess he doesn't wow the teams on a non-fantasy level. But fantasy-wise, like, each year, he's when he's been in a new situation, like, he's still thriving. Um, so, I would take him here. I know he's transitioning to a new role, but he was – killer as a at least as a fantasy cornerback last year and i don't think that's going to change with them as a safety so him falling here i would i would take a shot on him in this new role all right what you got josh yeah I, i'm i'm taking him um i'm actually taking him a little early so i'm gonna say i'm a reach um I, I think he's got that he's got what is it 19 18 19 interceptions He's he he clearly, a lot of interceptions. He's clearly going to be the number one there and their cover, so he's going to get a lot of work. And because I like obscure stats, well, he's not clearly the number one. He's starting alongside Jabril Peppers. Okay, so we we could disagree on what on which one's going to be the number one there, but uh, yeah. just an obscure stat: eight hundred and fifty-five snaps played from the slot, two forty-three at corner. And one eight one hundred and eighty in the box, so I I like taking a corner that also plays one hundred and eighty snaps inside the inside the box. You know he he may get you some nice little uh, nice little run stuffs or possibly a few sneak sneak sacks in there. Yeah, I think that the uh, him being a safety now adds to his versatility. Uh, um, yeah, it's. I, I'm trying to think if I would take him as my safety too. Um, as my defensive back too. Yeah, you know what? I'd be okay with that. So I'm going to reach a little also. Uh, Taylor Rapp, number 28. Go, Ethan. Um, he's a reach for me. I would. I could easily take him five spots earlier um, than 28. Uh, the Rams defense just produces um, for their safeties. Um, I mean, aside from talent, because obviously I'm not trying to discredit John Johnson, but 
Um, yeah, and we've seen from Taylor Rapp before uh, when he's started, he's produced. So I would probably take him a little bit ahead. So I'm, I'm a reach. Josh? I'm an indifferent. So what is that? That would be a draft, um, wouldn't that be? Yeah, yeah, I guess it's one of those where I would draft, but it's more like I'd probably almost accidentally draft him because I couldn't decide in time, so I just hit the button. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, that's that's just where I'm going to come at it from is similar situation where I'll, I'll take him, but I'm really not liking it. And, and I'm going to try to trade as quickly as I possibly can to make up that difference. And you could probably trade to Ethan, right? <laughs> I probably can. <laughs> he, he makes crazy trades, so uh, he'll probably just give them to me for $1.50. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, um, it's the wrong brand safety. So I'm on a hard pass. If this mm. was Jordan Fuller, I would reach. I, I just think it's the wrong safety. Wrong name. Hmm right system uh aj terrell at 30 yeah i'm a i'm a comfortable draft here um you know being that he's a cornerback i would definitely be looking at safeties first um uh you know i liked to i liked his rookie season i like um the talent they had coming out of college so i sit at a draft here i wouldn't do anything crazy to get him all right josh yeah i'm comfortable being a draft um guy with 75 solo uh, 75 total tackles 62 solo tackles and a pick um those aren't bad numbers for for where i'm drafting them at okay uh i'm a hard pass but it's not because i don't believe in the talent it's because i do believe in the talent i mm. think he's actually going to elevate to a point and i think the rest of his falcons defense is so bad that he's not going to get targeted um, okay yeah, unless, you know, in, in I would definitely look for him as a streamer on weeks that he's playing like DeAndre Hopkins or, you know, so on and so forth, the big wide receivers. But I think he's unstartable unless he's playing the big wide receiver because I don't think he's going to get targeted. Uh, Cameron Curl, 35. Okay, so Cameron Curl, 35. I'm going to be uh, a draft, and that's – um, you know, that's pretty much because, uh, last year as a rookie, like he started off with rookie level kind of snaps. Once, uh, Landon Collins got injured, um, they bumped him up and he was a monster, but with Landon Collins coming back, you know, I think he'll be kind of somewhere in between with that production, or at least that's where, um, you know, that's probably where, how I'd be comfortable viewing him. So. I would draft him here, but again, I, I wouldn't be uh, making any reach or anything. And Josh, I'm gonna pass. Um, there, there's still there's still guys like Jalen Mills, right? We didn't we didn't talk Jalen Mills yet. Yeah, we haven't talked about Jalen Mills. Yeah, so so I'm gonna pass. I I just like guys like Mills better. Um, to date this podcast exactly, Jalen Mills just showed why he why I would draft him. Just he's got so much speed. And yeah. if you if you need to figure out why, you can go watch Jalen Hurts uh, not be able to feel the snap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think that um, I'm not in a rush to put my because I'm the type of person who would target two of my safeties a little bit earlier. I would go with guys that I feel more comfortable on set and forgets. 
So if we're looking at the end and I have, it, it really all depends how deep the bench is. If this mm -hmm. is a shallow bench, then I'm passing. If this is a, if this is a deep bench, then I'm, then I'm, dra then I'm drafting. So, because I would definitely wait through all of the guys in the twenties and the early thirties uh, to get a guy like Cameron Crow, because I think he represents good value at 35. But uh, for me, it's, uh, I'm not in a rush to put my, my third defensive back on my team. I'd rather, I'd rather stream a good matchup. Like if you had to tell me that, uh, you know, if you told me that I was going to definitely be able to have top waiver priority on a week that AJ Terrell was playing DeAndre Hopkins, and it lines up with the, you know, the bye week for Jeremy Chin, I would much rather not have Cameron Curl. I'd much rather stream Terrell. You get what I'm saying, right? Oh, yeah. So uh, last, uh, he is unranked in the top 50, Jair Alexander. Ethan. Um, so outside of the top 50, I... I don't know. I guess I, I wouldn't hate picking him up. Um, but in the same breath, like like we were talking about with like Terrell and stuff. I think, he's a I think Jair Alexander is too good to be on a team. Yeah, he's <laughs> in my eyes, he's the best cornerback in the league right now. I think he beats out Ramsey. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, he's not going to get too many looks. He's, he's just shut down corner. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Yeah, he's outside the top 50, so how do I pass on a guy that isn't being drafted in most leagues? <laughs> I mean, I, I pass on him mainly because like, mainly because he, I think he's too good <laughs> to, to be drafted. Like, um, I, I, I could never, unless he was going, well, and he's already on a team with uh, one of the best wide receivers in the league in a division where... Uh, in a division where nobody's going to be targeting him. Uh, so right. um, unless you're telling me that, uh, that uh, D hop and um, oh no, he will be, he will get targeted when uh, he's facing Justin Jefferson. Uh, but he, uh, even then that's a streamer. That's a, that's like, uh, yeah, I I'm going to stream him uh, versus Justin Jefferson Hopkins, so on and so forth. I'm not going to put him on my team. All right, so um, yeah, uh, we came to the end of that. Um, any any wrap up thoughts for any of the, any of what, what was said before? Um, yeah, start with Ethan. I don't know. Josh made me upset about something. Some <laughs> something. Let me let me bring this up real quick. Uh, yeah, no, nah, Josh, I. I don't know. You, you're uh, you're a fake Giants fan, but <laughs> I still love you. So it's it's not the first time on this podcast I've been told that. Yeah, well, uh, we've already concluded that Josh is a fake Giants fan, right? <laughs> hey, he doesn't defend he it loves either. Washington and Dallas more than he loves uh, <laughs> uh, the, more than he loves his Giants. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's it's not that, but the Giants are so bad. <laughs> Like, you just have to look at it and be like, they stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so, almost as bad as Notre Dame. That hurts wow. and is completely unacceptable behavior, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They were top four. I'm just 
that is I'm instigating. <laughs> so, yeah. so oh yeah, Josh, you, you get a yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say we didn't bring up Daylon Hayes at all. Okay. Um, you know, I I think if you're and I'm not saying take Daylon Hayes if you're in a standard one year redraft type league, but if you're in a if you're in a dynasty league where you you can afford it. I would take him, man. He's off to a real strong start in camp. He, he was a linebacker at the University of Notre Dame because he's got linebacker speed and he's got those hands. Um, he's He has moved over to the defensive end position in the NFL. Yeah. So I, I like it. I, I think, you know. Oh, it, there are plenty of players that we could have covered. Uh, you know, I, I tried to keep this as true to uh... – to, to, to 10 man uh, ESPN, like, you know, uh, two of each position as possible. Like if we were talking dynasty, uh, it, I, this would be a different set of names completely in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, not would, completely, but. I would like to thank all my love counterparts for none of you taking Dalen Hayes until just now when I remembered that nobody took him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm still ready to run with Highsmith. And I, everyone else on my team is better than him. At that okay. Position. So, what are your final thoughts, Mr. Miller? Uh, I would like to. I would love to point out that um, uh, that you just reminded me of something that uh, went back when we did a show that uh, involved uh, bounce backs and sleepers for the NFC East. You during that show, you told me you already had Adam Humphreys on your team, and then you added him to your team after the show was over. So, yeah, no, I definitely called you out for that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I had Adam Humphreys in another league, and I confused it with leagues. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, so went down on Adam Humphreys because of that. So. <laughs> let, let this be a lesson. I mean, I'll, I'll drop him right now if you want him. No, no, uh, I, I, I really don't care. I, 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 would, I don't have a guy to wait to, uh, to pick him up. But, uh, yeah, now let this be a lesson. Check for yourself and don't trust what your league mates. <laughs> I mean, to be uh, fair, I, I will trade any of my league mates, Adam Humphreys, because I really want to clear the room for another wide receiver. But I don't want to just let Adam Humphreys go for free. <laughs> no, I get that. Who knows? Maybe we talk trade in the future. Um, Absolutely. Uh, th- though Adam Humphreys isn't a name that's exciting enough by itself to to get me to talk trick. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, um, if anyone feels like we left out a player that you want uh, quick takes on or that, uh, you know, you're wondering why that we, we left them off of this list, uh, feel free to comment on this post in the uh, JMO for Real community. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys for the ratings on Apple and Google. And uh, I re- really appreciate you guys. Uh, let's look to grow this community. And um, yeah, participate in it on the on the Facebook page. So once again, if you see someone that you want our takes on, or you wonder why we didn't review, uh, feel free to post it off of this when I share it to uh, community on Facebook. Follow on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, yeah, no, uh, thank you all for being a part. And um, yeah, uh, with all that said, uh, go bite some kneecaps off. <laughs>